0: Hey, Alex. Hi, Steve. Did you ever figure out who Gracie is? Who? oh goodness
1: <laughs> How are you doing today, Alex? I'm good How are you? I'm living the three in life three in one life on a team that should be one and three, so uh, pretty bucks up in this corner of the world.
2: Oh, well, that's good.
1: I thought you liked your team. I do. I don't think the point total is a true representative of who they are right now, but eventually your point total is kind of who you
2: are. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. But I mean, a win's win. Isn't that kind of the end of it? That means you just have a good defense.
1: I do like that philosophy. There you go. And I do, you know, if I can just take the defense to place Carson wins every week, I'll take my chances. There you yeah. go. You know
2: what's going on?
1: Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: Show us, say
1: hi to our guests.
2: Yeah. Hello, guests. How are you doing today?
3: I'm doing good, host. How are you?
1: Pretty good. Three and one on a one and three team.
0: I'm so living so I'm the.
4: <laughs> I'm living a two and two life on a team that should be four and o. You that's, really that's are. That's my humble opinion.
0: <laughs> you ha- have you had your cam match up yet?
4: Have I? Yeah. No, I think that's in a couple weeks. We're going so to have to really hot. hype that one up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm
1: looking forward to it.
4: All right. So let's, uh, let's
1: just get rolling here and have some fun. So there were IT issues last week. A show was recorded that never hit the uh airwaves, as Lucas said, because my Chromebook is not awesome. I cleaned up the language a wee bit, but that's the moral of the story. So let's just check in real quick. We're gonna give you guys sorry, um, give you a chance to react to the rankings from last week. So bear with me just one second. All right. Alex, look the other way. This will be the last time I tell you that.
0: uh
3: uh-huh. Why, what are you doing over there that he can't watch?
1: Hey, we gotta keep that non explicit rating until Derek starts talking about Cam and it all gets blown up. <laughs> all right. Last week we had a new number one team, Matt. Carly was two. Derek was three. Bobby four.
0: Cam jumped up to f- no. That's just not accurate at all. Huh. Did you mess up your schedule? No,
1: no, I didn't. I'm sorry. We actually, no, we're spot on here. One, Matt. Two, Carly. Three, Derek. Four, Bobby. Five, Cam. Six, Steve. Seven, Alex. Eight, Lucas. Nine, Kelly. And ten was Jason. Right on. So anything stand out as noteworthy uh, with those rankings? And I know that's hard because we have a new week worth of data that we didn't have last week to factor in.
2: I mean, I should be number one. But besides that, it
3: seems legit. Uh, it it seems like you you give in to intimidation there, Stephen. Cam is finally where he feels like he should be.
1: The team is better than the record indicates. You got to give the devil his due.
4: I I just I miss the days when I was 2 and 0 and he was 0 and 2. I, a... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I but spiritually I also... you are 2 and 0 and he's an 0 and 2.
4: Yeah, I mean the the problem is now I'm only one game ahead of him and I think I only have like a small amount of total points in him so like it makes it hard to, to trash talk in him and I can still trash talk but I less material to work with now.
3: I do like to see the uh the curse of Stevens preseason power jenkings is still in full effect. The oh. the number one team in week one is now number six and the number two team in week one is now number nine so. Again, you do not want to be ranked high in the preseason by Steven.
1: Well, it's like the President's Cup in hockey. Like, the number one team rarely brings it home. So you just have to be good enough to get into the playoffs. Uh, I would but, be curious if you ever had a down moment, Lucas, which I'm sure you don't. But in theory, I'd love to know in what any particular year what the most number of teams we've had in the top spot is.
3: Most number of different teams we've had in the top spot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to look that up later for you. Yeah, no worries on that. All right.
1: Two, Javante Williams out for the year at the torn ACL. What
4: what does this do for Melvin Gordon's value rest of season now that he's not in the timeshare? It seems to me that Mr. Gordon is in the doghouse in Denver. He's fumbled like four times and had another costly one against the Raiders. So they, I think they benched him for the rest of the game and then the, the younger guy... Boone or something? He, uh, he came in and seemed like he did a decent job. So I'm worried it might still be a timeshare and it's just not a good situation with their offense right now. So I, I it's, it's worth a look, but, uh, I don't know about the upside yet.
3: No, I'm right there with you. I, I, to put it this way, if Gordon was on waivers, I probably would not pick him up and drop any running back on my, on my roster currently. Um, and my two starters are out or were out last week. So, um, yeah.
0: How do you feel being a
3: a Javante Williams owner, Steve?
0: Yeah. Somebody told me I had a
1: running back with a torn knee after four weeks. I wouldn't have thought it was him. I would assume McCaffrey finally went down, but, uh, you know, honestly, it's a bit of a blessing. I think it finally gives me an excuse to put Damian Pierce in the starting lineup because I was playing Williams out of loyalty. And uh,
3: Pierce looked really good last week. He did. He finally had his game where you now consider starting him on a weekly basis. Absolutely. All right. Three. I have just
1: a raw hatred of Matt Rule that is probably the tier below Derek and Cam's rivalry, but – it's strong. Um, DJ Moore, currently wide receiver 50. More a product of a bad coach and a terrible quarterback, or is this, uh, a sign that maybe this guy is not as good as we keep thinking he is?
3: Uh, he, I, I would go to the first one. Um, he's got Baker throwing to him, and I, I don't know about the coach. I can't speak into that, but he's had really good seasons in previous years like he's shown it before and the only really major things that have changed are the quarterback and coach right so um i think uh and especially because you know with a quick side note of i traded for him in dynasty i really hope it's byproduct of that and he can get into a better situation at some point
4: yeah, I think we can never understate how bad of a quarterback, uh, Baker Mayfield is. Uh, no problem with him as a person. He seems like, uh, a, a cool guy who's a, quite the competitor. But, uh, I've got a friend that's in my basketball league. He's never done fantasy football before. This is his first year and he's holding on to Baker as his backup. And he said, I, I, I still hold out hope that he will be good again. So I had to explain to him that he's never been good unless we go back to, you know, Oklahoma yeah. or forever.
1: I was the guy who spent way too many draft picks on Joy Harrington, while also recognizing you can never spend too many draft picks on Joy Harrington. I understand.
4: <laughs> <laughs> He's still one of our state heroes.
1: Blessed. I've got multi, I've got two different Joy Harrington jerseys, but not a duck jersey. I think I'm gonna have to add that to the
2: arsenal.
4: Hmm. Oh, you yeah, have to. I'm ashamed to say I I don't have one. So maybe grab an extra one for me if you can. <laughs> Especially, it's it's the same colors as
3: Norwich, Steve. It should fit right in your your closet.
4: They're about
1: to come back up for another year before getting sent right back down. But we'll <laughs> hold that off. All right. As you know, I I would love to see trades in the league. They just don't happen. So I decided to look and see if I could make a trade here, for something that worked. And an idea that I came up with is looking at Jason. Who needs all sorts of help and Carly who's got some room to play with and I came up with an idea. Jason sends what I believe is his best asset in Debo Samuel to Carly in exchange for Joe Burrow and any one of Carly's wide receivers that is not named Robert Woods. I mean, if you want one of you wants to make a compelling argument that he's starter worthy, really fine. But I think the rest of her, those wide receivers on her team could, uh, make both teams better if the trade went down.
3: I, I still don't see how that's a fair trade for Carly. You're giving up a quarterback, a good quarterback in our quarterback heavy league for a wide receiver and another wide receiver. Like you're giving up a quarterback and a wide receiver for a wide receiver. Uh, that, um, I think that's to me, it feels way too lopsided, uh, without diving too deep into it.
0: I think, I could I really see? Go ahead, Derek, I'll follow.
4: No, just, yeah, I see how it could be a win-win if it's an upgrade at the receiver position and if it's a quarterback that she's not going to be playing most of the time, uh, well, whatever her situation is there, but I, I could see it was a win-win, which, uh, so I hope it don't happen because I don't want to see two teams just getting better, um, that our opponents, you know. I just think Carly, sure, she can
3: shop Joe Burrow. Uh, that's the luxury when you hit on both your quarterbacks, um, especially after the bye week, and you don't need them anymore. Um, but she can get a lot – she can get more than just Debo for Joe Burrow, um, not discounting the fact that you threw in another one of her wide receivers into the mix, so –
1: Well, if she can, that's fantastic. She should do that. But we don't see trade, so I think the most leading the most likely outcome here is that her roster has the same two quarterbacks at the end of the year, and that feels like a loss. Um, I think I only disagree in the aspect that you're right. Burrow's good, but Burrow's quarterback eight right now, so that's still low end starter of the single quarterback league. That's not like she's got like the numbers two and four quarterbacks like she has done in years past. So. I get your guys' side of it too. I just also think like if you have a chance to make your starting lineup better, make your starting
0: lineup better. Yeah, Alex, what are your thoughts? I think that makes sense. If anybody would like to trade for Aaron Rodgers, please reach out.
2: <laughs> I, I will. I will <laughs> Sorry, ne- Alex.
4: <laughs> I never got around to rejecting that trade last week. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, that. I know. <laughs> yeah. What? What was it? Kyler Murray for Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. I thought you were gonna like offer some cash or something or draft picks, but uh, no, that was You it. wanted straight up. No, that was it.
2: Aaron Rodgers has potential. <laughs> you really trade for Derek.
1: Five is. last week. Bobby started Kenneth Walker. Is that fantasy football negligence? Yes.
3: <laughs> Next question. No. That's himself. No, I mean, come on. Just like how we, we hound Derek for being an Oregon Ducks fan through and through. We live in the state of Michigan. We're, we're all Spartan fans and Kenneth Walker was the best Spartan in recent memory. Yeah, you, you want to play him out of biased, uh, opinion, a uh, biased, uh, position here. So I, I, was I surprised that he threw him in? No. Was it the right move? No, um, he needs to show something first before you start him. Uh, but I, I get it. I, I know why he did it.
4: So I thought it would it would have been negligence and a, an egregious decision. But then I did see that they they were playing the Lions' defense, so I then thought it was a good move. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no definitely, it's definitely bordering on negligence. Negligence is what I did
3: prior to kickoff in dropping the starting running back for the Seahawks before they played the Lions, uh, to, to take a waiver on a guy coming off IR, um, instead of playing him one more week, uh, because I didn't want to use my waiver spot to pick up that guy. I wanted to, I wanted to do it for free before kickoff. So, uh, I dropped 30 points and a win, uh, before kickoff on Sunday. That was fantasy football negligence.
4: I really we tried to tell you about Penny.
3: I know. Well, no, and, and I don't believe it either, right? Uh, okay, you scored thirty <laughs> points. Congratulations! It was on Detroit. That's the outlier. So.
4: Oh, and the other thing with Bob is he—he had—he did have Mike Williams on his bench too. So that kind of accentuates the decision too. I think.
1: It was only eighteen points, but.
4: How <laughs> did <laughs> Kenneth Walker do?
2: Uh,
1: Four. That's five really out there, yeah. It wasn't much. It was the Rashad Penny show. Oh, uh, that week. I think the only reason I I am full heartedly behind Lucas on that was just like I still have the uh, the trauma response of that was the reason I lost the championship. I can just still see Rashad Penny week seventeen running up and down the field against those same Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. But I do. Uh, long term, I think who you dropped him for? That's some serious potential with Brian Robinson. He was looking great, you know, before the bullet entered his body
3: yeah and when you're on three you make desperate moves so
1: six did you guys i don't know if you watched the manny cast or heard about this but john ham was talking about this great uh oh yeah i'm sorry lucas is shaking his head no so i'm just basking and telling this story so john ham is in a fantasy football league through jimmy kimmel's show and apparently the weird quirk is every year day of the drafts the defending champion announces who's kicked out of the league for the year.
3: (laughs) So what they have, like, it's a 10-team league, and they have 11 people playing, and so one person every year has to sit out?
1: That's my guess, or 13 and 12. I didn't do the legwork on it, but he was telling the story. So I just – that rule cracked me up, and then I thought, no, the league would just keep kicking me
4: out, (laughs) and then it would become super sad. Hmm.
3: (laughs) Yes, knowing this would so I, I exactly what would happen.
4: Yeah. I listen to so he's in that league. There's cousin Sal who does the cameos on on Jimmy Kimmel and Bill Simmons is in the league and I they do a podcast every Sunday night and I listen to it. So I've heard I've heard the war stories. Um and I think they might have kicked out ham this year if I remember that right too. But uh yeah, that'd be pretty brutal showing up. Showing up to draft and just wondering if uh, if you're going to get voted off the island, kicked off the island.
1: No, you're right because that's what he's talking about. Like, I don't think it was this. At least it, he didn't tell a story of this year. Like he talked about, like he was coming from the Mad Men shooting. He drove through traffic to L. A. to go to the bar where they have the draft. Sat down, and was like, told, "Oh, you're the one that's out of the league this year."
3: <laughs> I love that they just had no respect
4: for a celebrity. either. just get out of. Yeah. <laughs>
3: That that's if you're gonna do it, that's how you do it. You make it absolutely the shittiest thing possible for the person. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, knowing our league, if it wasn't you, Steve, it would be somebody else, and then that person would just be like, eh, I'm just done. And we just yeah. lose people. So yeah.
1: I think a few people would be in a sweet spot in the middle ground, but yeah, I worried that we would never see Jason again or a few other folks
3: or Cam. <laughs>
1: Yeah, especially after the last couple of years. All right, seven. In something that defies any bit of logic that I know, if somebody's played fantasy football for nearly too many years to say out loud, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is currently running back four. I don't care. I would not start him on my team right now. Am I on an island or with your specific lineups, if he was on your team, he's starting
4: next week? I'd take him. (laughs) There's no if for me. This is the decision I will be wrestling with this week because I have, that slot is open for me until like ideally Hopkins comes back and returns to form. Cause now, uh, Cordell, Cordell Patterson, uh, he's out, he's on IR. And so like really next man up for me is, is Clyde Edwards. Um, I have, I have an, another option. Um, but, um, but I got, I got to think this one over. I don't know. So, yeah, I need to solicit all the opinions here. Alex says yes, but I know Lucas says no. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm playing you this week. <laughs> but you hate you hate. Him.
3: I don't. I was just going to say that. Let's rewind back to, like, the, the first episode where I was like, nope, that was one of the players on my list that I will never draft again because I was burned two years in a row. And, of course – the third year that I'm not even considering him. Now he's a top five running back. Yeah, I don't know. Whether it stays that way or not, who cares? You you ride the hot hand. If he was on my team, yes, I would be starting him right now.
1: Well, I think it gets complicated because – so last, last week was pretty decent. He touched the ball 20 times, but the first three weeks it was 10, 12, and 13 targets between running – and rushing and receiving. And he's got, thir- he's got six touchdowns and like 33 touches. So like that's once, that's like a 23% touchdown rate. That's nobody ever does that. Yeah. So Clyde's
4: going to Clyde
1: and come back to the norm. Yeah. That's not
4: sustainable, which is too bad for me because it's now I'm ready to start him in probably the worst possible time.
3: <laughs> but that's the thing. It, it, who cares if it's sustainable or not? You've, you're sitting with, with Eckler as your, Number one, anyway, it doesn't need to be sustainable. You, you have a hot hand, you ride it, and and you pull him when he's stops doing what he's doing.
4: I think you want me to start him then in my matchup against you. I think you know it's gonna backfire. <laughs> well, you can't
3: start Cordero Patterson, so who's it gonna <laughs> no, be? I I mean, yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's you put Edwards Alaire in, you put St. Brown back in when he's healthy, and. I'm screwed this week. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, you're right. That is the plan.
1: Eight. Alex, you have been a little on the quiet side, so we're going to come to you. Yep. And hear your deep take on the question I have for you. Cool. You play Kelly this week. Yep. Are you going to roll over and die and let her have a win, similar to how you gave her two fantasy football championships with the trades you made? And when you gave her quarterback one year in the draft because you didn't want to hurt her feelings.
2: Yeah. Okay. Am I gonna let her win? Yes. No, she'll probably just win. <laughs> we're just gonna go out there, we're just gonna have a fun time, Steve. You know what? Me and Kelly, when we go against each other, you know what it's all about, you know, we're we're those coaches, we go out in the field at the end of the game, we shake their hands, we're like, you know what, that was a fun bout. It's good it's a good good game, but going our separate ways. You know?
1: I don't get the sense that Kelly's watching the game in good natured fun. I think she's plotting ways to, to like drown your cat. No. You're
2: beating her. No, no I, I. No, that's not Kelly. Maybe your team. She is. Oh, separate issue. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> no, it, no, I'm, depends
3: I'm, I'm, on I'm, what. I'm, depends on what team she's playing that week. <laughs> that's the. Which Jared Goff
2: this week against her? Probably. Will that? Will Jared Goff bring me all the way to four and one? We'll see. It'll be nice, but no, I'm looking forward to our matchup. What Kelly? What Kelly's record now? That's mean. What? Is it 0-4 or 1-3? 0-4. Yeah, no, that'll be a good game, Kelly. My record's higher than it should be.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Alex. You're welcome.
2: Hard hitting inside, I know.
1: Nine. If Carly keeps choosing to play Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert. Are you going to make a trade? Would you make a trade offer?
3: Don't look that far into this. Um, what? Herbert, had, he was the Thursday night game last week, right? No? No. That was or Burrow
4: answer, was? Oh, Cincinnati. Burrow was, yeah. Burrow yeah. Was.
3: So Burrow was in there for the previous week. I, I don't know the reason. My guess, and I don't know this for sure, but my guess is – she was just busy last week and didn't change her lineup for the Thursday games and was locked into burrow last week. Oh, cause Herbert was actually injured the week before. So she had to play, had to play burrow. Yeah. And I just don't think she got to it in time to change her lineup last week to get Herbert back in there. Mm. I've done that all the time.
4: Or um she may have listened to cam when he like declared him out for the rest of the season with like broken ribs uh, a couple weeks back. <laughs>
1: As the as the resident Herbert fan of the group, what about you, Derek? Any interest in making a run, or we're just going to ride this thing out with
4: uh, Kyler? I hope college. I mean, I'm very happy. With, yeah, I'm very happy with Kyler. Um, I, I like the dual threat of him. He's doing a good job. I'm hoping it even gets better with, with Hopkins coming back soon. Um, so I'm I'm very happy, but it's always tempting to go after Herbert. I mean, I have him in another league, and he's. Yeah, he was he was a little banged up, but I mean he looked really good last week, so uh, I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be close to the idea.
1: I love the fact that he's playing with broken ribs and still throwing for two thirty and two touchdowns.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back. we have a re- we have a request.
1: I saw that we will get Everybody there as like soon as talk me. about this. I will let the Lions fans talk about that and lay out because. Are you a Lions fan? No, say that so. I'm, I guess it's just, it's hard to not be indifferent just watching every oh. week, but we'll get there in a second. 10. Jay has scored 50 less points than than the next lowest scoring team. Is this something where we will have some regression to uh, returning to the middle of the pack or is this a sign that this might be the worst team in the league mm-hmm. and we already know it, four weeks in.
2: Ah, 50 points isn't that much. That's just, like, 11 points a week. That's just, like, a kicker, you know? He's not that far behind. He'll come back. Yeah, but that's to catch up to team nine. Yeah. He'll come back. Okay. How many, how, much, how many points has your kicker gotten this year? More than I deserve, because he's young, way Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. It's, like, 60 points is just one
0: kicker's points away from being nine. It's not that big of a difference. Okay. I think I
4: feel like I can't say much here since I lost to his team. <laughs> it's a tough loss. Still <laughs> I,
3: I, I look at his team and he would, he would admit this too. Right. Cause I, I know from our text threads, he hates his team. He's like, Oh, this sucks. He's like, yep. Here we go again. My bench outscore, you know, all that, that stuff. Right. But, number one, I haven't seen him made a, make a move yet. So, like, you've got the 28th ranked defense uh, that you're playing week in and week out. Like, just go out there and grab another one, man. Just just try. Um, but the fact that he's got to win and I don't, I just, I'm with Derek, too. I can't say anything. <laughs> he's doing better than me.
4: We're uh, restricted by our circumstances here. Sorry, we can't offer much of that question.
0: <laughs> okay, so I, as as what team has not lost to him yet?
1: I mean, I, anyone can be anything to finish tenth, but it does seem like to make the playoffs is going to be some some tall water from here.
3: You would think, yes.
1: Yeah, you absolutely would think, um, so you don't know, but, yeah. Uh. All right, so somebody buy me 30 seconds. I actually want to go look and see if he's made a singular transaction this year, so I'm on the website taking a look
2: at him.
3: All right.
2: Oh, I so, up a linebacker. Oh, there you go. There you go, because my first one was on IR. Oh, we can talk about the Lions in the meantime, though. So,
1: yeah. Yes, the Lions, the number one scoring offense and the number 32 scoring defense
2: in the league. Yeah. We have a gimmick. You know what I mean? You know, in the past, it's always just like, we're just not good.
0: But now we're just a glass cannon. That's kind of fun to watch. Right? No? Yeah,
3: Yeah, no. It feels like it. Honestly, I was not surprised to see that. I was looking as we were racking up 45 points on the Seahawks and still losing. I'm like, man, we have scored so many points every single game. It seems like we're always scoring. And I looked at sure enough, like two games in the forties, two games in the the high twenties, low thirties. Like we haven't had a low scoring matchup yet. Um, we've always scored a lot of points, but we've always given up a lot of points too. And it's just, it's just hard to watch. Um, People are open on the opposing team all the time. We can't cover worse shit. We can't tackle. Aiden Hutchinson is exactly what Cam said he was before the season. <laughs> There's people asking, where did he go? What is he doing? And that's that's right. You know, it's what did he say? He has one move. He did it once in a pre, in a preseason game. Got a sack. And then realized he was playing in the NFL, and they learned his one move, and now they stop him every single time.
2: I guess even I, I just don't know, but yeah, I think it's just like we lost Tracy Walker, which stinks. Um, the only two people that are really doing okay-ish is Hutchinson's, I think, doing okay because he's double-teamed a lot. But then uh, Malcolm Rodriguez is the only one's getting like high like PPR scores or whatever. Besides that, like, everyone is not doing well at all. Because what was that? I think two weeks ago, how many penalties did o'riori have? Like six? Like holding in the back? No yeah. bad. But fun to watch. And I think, like, in the first four weeks, they've sco- it's been a total of, like, 260 points scored in four weeks of football, which is pretty insane. Yeah. So fun to watch, at least. And then you know what? They add stuff to their defense in the offseason this year. Maybe they'll have a shot. And we maybe not have Jared Goff. I'm just saying.
1: Is Jared Goff showing that he's worth keeping around? Cause you're, I think you have to make a contract
2: decision this year. No, we saw him for like two or three more years. Oh, okay. Yep. We're stuck with him.
1: All right. So I went and looked. Um, we were actually wrong. Um, Jason has the second most transactions as far as acquiring players with, uh, nine through, uh, four
0: weeks. But guess who number one is? You. Me.
3: I'm usually way up okay. there.
0: Jason is second with nine. I have
3: 21.
1: Oh, <laughs> Who's in last? There are three teams that are tied with one acquisition all year as far as pulling somebody <laughs> off the waiver wire or adding a free agent. So. Um, you guys are going to guess a lot moving forward, so I'll just tell you: Carly, Alex, and Matt have all only made one addition. Those should
3: really be my three guesses.
2: <laughs> and look who's doing pretty good. Yeah, Carly four and zero, oh. and I'm three and one. And what's Matt? Three, and three one. And one.
1: Well, the the number one team in the league, at least going into this conversation. We're ten and
2: two, and we've had three transactions between the three of us. Maybe it's because we know what we're doing. That Maybe. is an answer to the question.
4: Yeah.
3: Maybe yeah. they don't need to make transactions because they're doing so well. And That's fair. Man. Maybe we believe in our team.
1: <laughs> All Unless right.
2: you want to trade for Aaron Rodgers. He's there.
1: That was a beautiful ball he threw to Romeo Dobbs at the uh, two-minute warning last week. I, uh, I remember when he dropped that ball. I was sure that was going to be the difference in our matchup, Lucas.
3: Yeah, we're not talking about that.
1: Yeah, fair call. <laughs> All right, so we are now going to pivot into the – Jenkins for the week. So just a reminder as you get your guessing hats on, I'll go through it one last time. Last week, Matt won. Carly, two. Derek, you were three. Bobby, four. Cam, five. Steve, six. Alex, seven. Lucas, you were eight. Your better half was nine. Jay was ten. All right. So
0: now we're going to start with this week. Who is number ten? Kelly, J, A, hey.
1: all right, Lucas and Alex, you are still alive for a perfect week. So, Jason was ten. Stays ten. I, I mean, we talked about this team a little bit. I, things can change, but as we sit here today, they feel like the worst team in the league. They've scored the least amount of points. They, they got a win over Derek, but like, I, a team that's starting Carson wins. And Tony Pollard does not inspire fear or confidence that, uh, confidence if I'm playing him, I'm like, I I guess this feels like Devo Samuel and a bunch of scrubs. So they'll get better when Dak Prescott Prescott comes back. But otherwise I think you got to try to make some trades. Like I tried to make a trade for Kyle Pitts. He was not interested in it and that's okay. He doesn't want my trade, but there's gotta be somebody else who believes in the upside of Kyle Pitts and might be able to, uh, make a trade to secure more of a sure thing. So I think you make a move, but he's also the only three-time champ we've had. So maybe just uh doing it the J-Way will work
3: itself out. It's going to be my tagline. It right yeah. It's going to be my tagline <laughs> next year, doing it the J-Way. I kind of <laughs> like it. <laughs> right. Nine. Um, God, it feels like it should be me, but... It's probably Kelly. I don't it. Kelly.
1: Three for three. Was nine, is nine. Kelly. Two for two.
3: Yeah, so uh, this is a team. It, it, it feels like she should be doing a lot better with that team, right? So it, it's one of those, if you're talking about trades, making your teams better, that sort of thing, this is one of those times where I think you just need to Hold tight for the most part. Maybe make a couple tweaks on the free agency and just hope things turn around. Um, the Jonathan Taylor is just killing her, killing everybody who who drafted him this year. Right? He is that's one of those players that you have to start every week. You do not bench this person, even though they're putting up horrendous numbers, because. Of the capacity there for them to put up the big number. You drafted him there for a reason and you've, you've got to start him. But every game he puts up two, three points is, it's going to be really hard to, to win those weeks. So, um, you know, quarterback again, we talked about that at the very beginning of the season. That was the weak spot on our team. So with a, a weaker quarterback, And a number one running back that is not producing at the level you need. It's, it's
0: tough to win. I want
1: to give Kelly a small ray of hope and then just dash it away real quick. Positive. Um, I didn't know this until I saw it this week, actually. Last week through four, last year through four weeks, Jonathan Taylor was running back 21 and I think he's running back 20-ish right now. So he picked it up in the back quarter, the three quarters of the year. So it can happen now to rain on the parade. Let me ask you this. You're Kelly. If you lose this week, you go to 0 and five, you find out Taylor's high ankle sprain is bad business. He's out two to four weeks. Do you trade for 70 cents on the dollar? Because you, you need somebody in the, you need somebody in the lineup.
2: Yes. Kelly. Yeah. trade with you. We did a similar (sighs) thing back in the day and I think it worked out well for both of us.
1: Is this the CMC Ben Roethlisberger trade again?
2: Yes, that almost made me into the playoffs. I hope you know.
1: And it built her a mini dynasty.
2: Yes. So, <laughs> Kelly, reach out. See if you got anything I like. If I got
3: anything you like, there you go. Yeah, that—that's what you're gonna have to think about: is when do you give up on Taylor? Um, and and can you sell him for high enough that you would be willing to do that? Or because, you know, we were talking earlier, Steve, he still has a few good years left in him. He'll have another good year, possibly next year. Um, Your number one pick should be your franchise pick for the next year if you did it right. And that would be hers. Um, So, you know, hanging on to him for that reason might also be a possibility, too.
0: I promise I would not tangent, so I do like that. Um, but I do
1: want your opinion real quick, Derek. Yes or no? Would you look to make a trade for 70 cents on the dollar or you gotta live and die with your number first round draft pick?
4: Uh, I've, my first reaction was yes, you gotta make a move, but actually that's a good point. You do have to think about next year, and if you're that record owned five, I think you have to maybe start planning for next year anyway, so. <laughs>
3: pull, a, pull a Detroit Lions. And, and go That'll work it. eventually. Yeah. Uh huh. All right. Eight. Lucas. That's me. Lucas.
1: We've had no movement so far. Was eight, stays eight. Lucas is eight.
3: I'm wondering how I moved up one spot last week, but, um, I guess it makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. You know, uh, we're going back to. Well, no, we, I've said that before. Team, team potential, right? Um, potential is not hitting. Uh, I am one to make moves quickly, uh, make them stupidly, um, because yeah, I, I need to, uh, and so that's why there's a lot of movement at my running back position. Um, Kamara and Swift both out last week was, a, a big bummer, but I was confident in Wilson and he did well. Um, I just needed too much from from him yeah. Monday night um, in order to win, but I, I was, you know, you got to be happy with that output. Um, and again, you know, just when I think I have something in one position all set, uh, the other one decides to suck. So, um, I mean, both Devonta Smith and Gabe Davis just throwing up goose eggs last week was surprising and unfortunate. I was hoping one of them would hit, um, but I had no other options on my bench anyway. So it was really the the best I could do. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm shopping around. I'm doing waiver wire. I'm I've I've got some some feelers out there because no, I'm not happy. Um, and 0-4 sucks. Uh, and talk about a must win. Sorry, Derek, uh, but. <laughs> Right now, Derek's got the last playoff spot, I believe, and I'm only two Mm -hmm. games behind. Uh, so 0-4, but two games behind. So this week's a big one. Uh, if I want to catch up, this is, this is a one game swing. Um, and yeah. So we'll see what other stupid move I make this week.
4: If Jason beats me, can beat me, then you can too. (laughs) (laughs) There's hope. I'm sorry, I wanted, I am going to dovetail because I wanted
1: to make this a 10 for 10, but I didn't, but I, it's a really fun one for me to talk about. Um, Kamara was a late, late scratch. Like, I don't think we knew about it. And like, basically we thought he was going to play. Then the 90 minute before the, the declaration was he is officially out. And I saw some people complaining that in the, in leagues, they feel their commissioners should have made exceptions, especially West Coast teams where the inactive came out at 5 a.m. That they should have let Kamara be subbed out. And, um, for people who aren't paying extra for the, uh, video feed, I was going to ask Lucas if he'd have any sympathy as league commissioner in that scenario. And the no.
3: Answer- Big no. That's on the team owner. 100%. Um, I heard some people complain on Twitter about that too. No, this was not a surprise. This was not what uh, he was 100 percent healthy and in practice all week. And then all of a sudden was a 90 minute like I knew there's a possibility he could not play. And I made sure I was up early enough to check on that. I I knew about it. So I, I looked for it. I saw it and I made my move. I had I had my backup in there. I was ready to go switch it. I'm done. Um, No, that's all on the team owner. Don't ever come crying to me because there was a London game and a player was out all of a sudden and, and you kept him on your, your roster. I will have no sympathy.
1: So I agree with you, but I do want to ask left coast bias. Derek, do you have a different opinion?
4: No, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And I'm glad to hear you say that if you would have said otherwise I would have been disappointed and uh, almost would be reason for a coup. Um, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I agree. The if you got to make sacrifices you, you got to do it
0: seven Ooh, I hadn't looked this far ahead Derek I'm going to say Bob
4: Bob? Are you sure? Yeah, I thought you were going to punish him for the Kenneth Walker thing.
3: <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: that would make total sense for Jenkins. Absolutely. <laughs> That's real. Um, Boy, I just don't see a lot of... Oh, see, he would have moved. Who is six? Steve? Who did Steve? Yeah, I'm going to say Steve.
1: Okay, you went with me. Derek, you went with Bob, but I will let you rescind it if you want to, or if you can stay the course.
4: Well, I, I figured by the way, your reaction, is probably not right. So, but I, I probably should just stick with it then.
2: I said dirt.
1: Okay. All right, Lucas is still in the running. Uh, <laughs> sorry, if last week's show ever sees the light of day, Lucas, there was a long, ongoing conversation about the word precipitous. <laughs> I won't get into right now, Um, but my fall from grace continues. I've gone from one to four to six to seven, and I don't care. I love this team. Javante Williams, torn ACL, don't care. Lock and load. Love this team. Um, We finally saw it out of Christian McCaffrey again. I am on track to have all three of my starting wide receivers healthy this week, and if I don't, I love Romeo Dobbs. I love – The other wide receiver, I can't think of his name right now, but I am passionate about him. Uh, The fact that I get to start Damien Pierce. Thank you. Yes. And it is just fun to have Russell Wilson. No, that's terrible. That's terrible, guys. But it is fun to have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. and Just know that on any given play, the sunshine can possibly happen in the darkest of storms. So um, there were just nobody until the end of the Sunday afternoon games, nobody scored touchdowns. And so it just, it kind of happens. You live and die off those, but I believe in this team and I am, uh, I am happy. So that's all I'll say about them, but I am happy. Uh, so.
3: uh, all I, my response to that is bravo for you for finally glowing about your team. Um, And I agree. I totally agree with everything. You, I would switch rosters with you in a heartbeat. Um you are three and one and it's looking at the roster, you should be three and one. Um the fact that you're dropping is just because you're right, they're not scoring points, but you're running up against good matchups and and surviving it. It's yeah. Um I really I really like your roster too. What a precipitous view of your team, Steve. No. <laughs> this was the gimmick. Alex
1: just kept screwing up the definition of precipitous. What do you mean I'm screwing it up? You're just screwing it up. Six,
2: Derek. I'll say Cam.
3: gosh, I feel like the pressure because I got a hundred percent so far. Um, would he have gone up two spots? Sorry, I I feel like Steve. I'm not prepared. Um, Ouch. <laughs> Ooh, he could have gone up to i am going to say cam as well he is still alive drops a spot from 5
0: to 6 cameron mm.
4: i think it's good that um uh, what we taped last week probably didn't air because i, I did say some bad things about cam but uh, those those won't see the light of day now i don't think um but this this big, I mean, he's starting to turn on. He's now only a game out of the playoff spot, uh, which would be a game out for me, and he's uh not far behind in points, so and we're not even, you know, third of the way through the season, so um I think he's probably feeling a lot better about things. I think we've seen that his team is it's a, it's a little more explosive than we than I think first thought. We knew he had some some star power with Allen Brown, um, but it seems like he's getting he's getting some performances from guys, but still a little weak on the depth. Um, I'm gonna still hold out hope that this is not a playoff team. Uh, Moore obviously has been the big disappointment for him, and uh, whether it's him or product of circumstances, I think we think it's the it's the latter. And Russell Wilson is there as the backup quarterback. Um, interesting, but yeah, uh, he's he's on the upswing.
3: Wow, he does still have Russell as his backup. Yeah, I, I again, I don't know if there's better quarterbacks out on the waiver wire, but in real life NFL football, Wilson just does not look good. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's almost like the curse of Josh Allen. Uh, it just seems like the teams that draft Josh, me included in other leagues, just can't follow it up with the good rest of the roster. Um, I, I just an observation. I uh, don't know why there, but um, yeah, I mean, he, he from what I've heard, he's not happy with his team either. Very good pickup on Jamal Williams, but I was surprised to see he didn't start him last week because uh, he snagged him yeah. off the waiver wire. I went for him, obviously, with having Swift on my team, um, he puts up good numbers with Swift playing, so I was like, "Holy crap, here he comes, and uh, he did mention that he was it was a twelve fifty nine decision before kickoff to throw in in Herbert instead. Um, I just don't trust any Chicago player, um, but yeah
0: and I think real quickly what for this team. I think it's about what you believe about, uh,
1: Derek, you talked about the depth of the roster. What do you believe? Do you believe Curtis Samuel and Cortland Sutton are going to stay in the wide receiver 13 and 19 range? I do not. I think that um, this is an anomaly versus what to expect. And if I'm right, they're going to get closer to 10. And if I'm wrong, they're going to do what Cam has done 15 out of 17 years and make the playoffs.
0: So E, B, D. All right. Five. Five. Derek. Alex.
3: I think Alex makes the a big move this week. So I'm going to go with Bob.
0: Lucas!
3: Holding the ah. line. He's known me too long.
0: Bobby was four, falls one spot to five.
4: All right, so it it's still hard to move past the Walker situation, but if I look at the core of this team, it's it's a really strong trio with Hill, Diggs, and Williams. Like I I think Williams, I don't know how long much longer Keenan Allen's going to be out, but he is he's looking really good, uh, looking like a favorite target of Herbert. So really like the core, old man Brady, like he's not had the best start, but I don't know. He looked pretty sharp to me. Um, actually, at one point, it looked like he was banged up, but then he bounced back and was, was looking good. I, you know, mixing solid. Um, so as long as, uh, keeps Kenneth Walker out of the lineup, I, I think there's, uh, he can still be a contender.
3: Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to give him crap about Kenneth Walker because I totally get it. Um, I, I love that you, Go all in on your on your guys. Um and so I totally understand. Now if he keeps him in for the rest of the season and he keeps, you know, rushing four times a game for an average of thirteen yards, all right, then sure. But it's okay to get excited about a guy one week and take take that chance. Um and then with Brady, I I don't know if you saw the headlines today, but Giselle put in for a divorce. So he's got some off field issues he's going to have to deal with and that would concern me uh he is older than us and he's still playing quarterback now granted he's probably going to end up being the best quarterback of all time that's debatable sure but he's super old he wanted to retire last year he's possibly going through a divorce I'd be worried about him at this point
1: Hold on. Pause. I'm going to let you finish your thought. I'm going to let everyone finish their thought, but we are putting this as a talking point next week. Peyton Manning, greater than Tom Brady, will die in the mountain, and I'm ready to have that conversation 10 for 10 next week. Okay. All right. Anyways,
2: man, that's thanks for Tom Brady. He could have retired on top, and now he's going to retire like divorced and on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's really sad.
1: And with a new supermodel wife. My heart breaks. I don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. So oh, I'm sorry, I, I can't. I don't
2: think he has a championship personality.
1: Yeah, because that's what matters in 2022. <laughs> um,
2: it does when you're 45. Two yeah, quick points.
1: questions for you about this team, Lucas. I'm not joking. Now that he, part of the reason we thought he retired, he was going to retire, and did
0: retire, was because of his family. Like, if he divorced does it make him more likely to come back next year? Probably. Probably. For the room, 1 through 10, how concerned are you, Joe Mixon?
1: 2.7 yards per carry through four games.
3: Uh, he doesn't seem like he's doing that bad, though.
1: Touchdowns are bailing him out. Okay.
3: Actually, no, um, is
1: bailing him
0: out. He's only got one touchdown.
3: Yeah, right, because I mean, he's still cut, cat, pass catcher, so he's got that to fall back on, too.
4: Yeah, that's why I'm not as worried because it, it, in that game against Miami, he was like an integral part of the offense. It seems like he caught, I mean, caught several passes. So I, I think he's, he's going to have his breakthrough games. I know we've, you've seen the worst of, <laughs> of mixing close ups, Steve. So I know you're, you're, you have that, oh. that lingering trauma that probably uh, affects your perspective, but, um, I don't, I don't think he's not, you know, the very elite, but I think he's still going to be a pretty solid starting running back. Okay.
0: Lucas, let me ask you this real quick, because
1: you talked about the, Derek, you talked about the trauma from Joe Mixon and the championship that wasn't three years ago. Lucas is the one who apparently knows me very well, going seven for seven on the rankings right now. If I lost a championship because young Waiku missed a field goal, do I still love the man or is he dead to me?
3: Oh, you still love him.
0: Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Not
4: right. Uh, would it be you wouldn't Four. speak to him for a year, but you'd still love him and then everything would be fine after a year. Eric, you you're the newest one to the party, but I think you I think mean, you're right.
1: He's dead <laughs> all off season become August. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Four.
3: Me. I'll say me. Yeah, it's between these two. I don't think Alex cracks the top three, but does he supplant Derek? I, I will say Derek is four. Ah, no, Alex. Uh, the precipitous the
1: rise from seven You're to run. four.
3: Precipitous. Even though Alex outscored and beat Derek last week, he falls yep. in just below. Okay. Yeah. You smoke hey, hands, things things work. I should know better. That's what makes sense. I should have gone the other way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> would you like to talk about your team at all?
3: I would love to talk
2: about my I was waiting for you to ask. I didn't want to cut you off. Oh, thank you. Good manners. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome. Um, I was very happy with my team as the points of my team precipitously rose to <laughs> a <to> value <laughs> higher than Derek's last week. Um It was great. It was the fourth quarter. Jared Goff had like 20 fantasy points. And then I looked 10 minutes later and they scored like three touchdowns or something insane. And that's what really helped me win that game. Nick Chubb has been fantastic and consistent. Jared Goff has been himself, which is nice. Checkdown passes and a points game in a league where half a point for a completed pass is very handy. Um, and Justin Jefferson came back to play last week. So he shut down the week before. So. I was gonna say, you asked me if I was nervous about him, not at all. I think he's a good football player. So uh I like my team. Um I haven't made any changes because I'm happy with it as of now.
0: I feel like I have some base
2: players that have potential. Like I think Lockett's doing okay each week. Not great, but okay. And I know, uh, I like my team and I think we're gonna win a second championship, Steve. Mm-hmm. Two questions. Two questions. One. Are you worried about Najee, running back
1: 25, averaging 3.5 yards a carry through four games? Nope.
2: That's the thing. Why focus on something that's not going right when you can focus on what is going right and what you can make changes to?
1: Okay. But if I can tap into the non-Tony Robbins
3: of you for just 30 (laughs) seconds. (laughs) Tony Robbins. That hurt. He's, He's a precipitous celebrity.
0: Oh,
1: oh. Oh. The star of shallow Hal. Um, no, he's that's never had um, a bad
4: day in his life. The star of shallow Hal was, uh, Jack Black. It was Jack a joke. Black.
1: If there was anything to be worried about with your team, what would it be? But who's Tony Robbins? He's a motivational speaker. Hey, day was the late nineties, early two thousands. Thank you. Uh,
2: no, I'm not worried about it. There's nothing on your team that causes you any bit of concern. I mean, yeah, my running backs aren't the best, but. No, I'm good. I'm happy with him.
3: The man with the number one running back in the league says his running backs aren't the best.
1: Chubb is the first year I don't have Nick Chubb on my team. He's number one. I hadn't actually caught him. I didn't
3: mean Chubb, and also I've been
2: keeping him in my flex spot, so I keep forgetting. Yeah, no, but I do have Nick Chubb, who's been lovely, very lovely. I love him. He's great. I stole him from Steve. Sorry about that. First year he didn't do Chubb Cup. That's his, his decision. Um, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm happy with the decision I made. And
1: I, unlike Tom and Giselle, it was not—it was not a—it was not a mean divorce. It was amicable and love all around. It's time to move on. But anyway, speaking of time to move on, who is three? Derek. Me. Derek. All right. After we had some jumble in the middle of the lineup, yep, was three stays three. Derek, talk to me about your team.
4: Well so I did have a very positive development with uh with Eckler having a huge game. So that's um really positive for the whole outlook of the season. Adams uh, you know, returned to form after a couple of off games. Uh so my core is really good. Murray's doing a good job. Um and I mean I, I love wide receivers when they're healthy. Um I'm a little concerned about I mean, two and Waddle had a nice connection. Um, the back, uh, backup Teddy is a uh, is good backup. So hopefully there won't be much of a drop off there. I've got a little dilemma here with, I mean, I will probably need to start Clyde Edwards, but I could be short a receiver. Like I may have to, if Bateman can't play, I would be short because I got Hopkins on the bench. So I may have to, I may have to drop Bateman, which wouldn't be the worst thing, but wouldn't want to if I don't have to. So, um, I don't like being 500 because I feel like I should be better. But, um, you know, like if the season ended today, I'd still be in the playoffs. So um, I think we're okay, and the outlook looks good.
3: Here's a tip for you. The team you're playing this week, you could probably still beat if you kept Bateman and they're injured. So if you really (laughs) want to keep them, I encourage you to keep them on your roster.
4: Uh, I never take anything for granted after losing to Jason. Truth. Let me ask you this: You've talked around this point a couple of times, but I don't think that I
1: actually got something more definitive out of you. What is you are optimistic for DeAndre Hopkins, which I can get in support, but what is what do you feel is realistic when he comes back?
4: Uh, I mean, he's going to have a healthy body. He's uh, he's a veteran. He's so I don't see like a huge Job of I know he's he's not going to be what we expected to vary his you know at, at his peak, um, but I think he's going to be, um, I mean Marquise Brown has been pretty good, but I think he's going to get a lot of targets. I think he's going to be solid. He's not going to be as good as you know Brown or Waddle, but I think he'll be a solid uh, flex guy for me. So. You know, I think he's going to be, uh, serviceable, I should say. That works. Yeah.
3: And that's all you need too. You don't, yeah. you, you have Adams, Waddle, and St. Brown to start. So you just need him to be, yeah, it, it, plug and play at times. Um, and, and he's better than any other wide receiver that's on the waiver wire right now. So that's all you need him to be. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a really good point for what you need out of him. I think the only thing that scares me is like the reason he's not playing for six weeks is because he was taking performance enhancing drugs at thirty years old. So I'm worried what was that masking? And maybe I'm wrong, uh, but that's that's just I've never I've not been on as high on him, and I have I have even before this been waiting for the bottom to drop out. But this this is I like thought a these guys Hopkins. So I just I get through, I read it wrong.
4: I thought these guys are never guilty. I thought someone like slipped something in his drink or in his breakfast. I mean, they all usually they're in denial mode, but I guess we didn't get denials from Hopkins, so it's that's a fair point. That's a good point.
1: Nobody's very rarely somebody been like, Yeah, that was me. (laughs)
2: Yeah, right. All right. Took Armstrong 10 years to come around.
0: (laughs) Two, Matthew. Yeah, Same, Matt. Yeah, yeah. The curse of being number one
1: strikes again for the fourth week in a row. Nobody has held on to the top spot. So um only a fall from one to two. I forgot okay, I can't draw a blank who we're talking about it, but this feels like a top heavy team to me. I think you've got Lamar Jackson, you've got Cooper Cup, who are fantastic. The numbers don't support. Dalvin Cook is fantastic right now. And then Keenan Allen is what Keenan Allen is. Always hurt. So I think I am less fond of this team than Lucas has historically been, but that's because I tend to be less fond of Dalvin Cook than most people do. Um, but definitely a good team. Uh, I do think they need a waiver wire hit or two to kind of really be a team that's contending in 10 weeks, but, uh, nice, nice base. Especially after Cooper Cup just had 19 targets last night.
3: Yeah, and that is, that's the thing. Like Jackson seems to be back to what he was that year when Gordy franchised him and we all laughed at him. And cup is cup. So if you're getting close to 80, 90 points from those two players alone every week, you don't need much else.
1: I need to interrupt this podcast to make sure that I take any opportunity to bash Gordon that I can. So I'm going to do that right now. A reminder that Lamar Jackson won championships for teams that year and Gordy finished one and 12. That's how bad the rest of his team was. Back to you, Lucas.
3: No, that's fair. I, 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 I'm using a point of time reference, uh, for Lamar Jackson, not for, not for him. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was we were a little concerned the past year or two because he wasn't quite up to that level, but you knew he was capable of it. And so I'm not surprised to see him do it again, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, again, I would take this roster <laughs> over mine.
1: I think the one thing that's going to be interesting is when Hopkins come back, comes back, doesn't make Marquise Brown less valuable. Or does
0: his, does Hopkins production make more production cause they're a better offense? Yep. All right. Number one. Say it, Alex. It's going to be Curry with a double dip. I like that. Yep. All right. Rest of the room agree.
3: Uh, considering she's mm-hmm. the only one left, yes. <laughs> you yeah, say that, but I've got process the
1: of elimination. We had this very conversation last year, Lucas, with you too. Like you went nine for nine and Alex is like, nope, I got number one wrong once and that's the only one I missed. So I, I make yeah, sure there's a formality there. All right. Carly up from one spot up from two to one. Lucas, I'm going to give you a cheat code here as somebody who tries to track the rankings. I'm going to say that I believe it would take a lot for Carly to not be number one next week. I think the way it's set up, like she would literally have to crater, and Matt would have to run away with it to
3: retake the top spot or Alex. I think Alex would get
1: 250 points, but
0: yeah.
3: Yeah. You look at the two rosters and I fully agree uh, it, it, that that statement passes the eye test. Um, her lowest, <laughs> if she put her best starting lineup in currently right now, uh, her lowest-ranked position player would be 15th.
0: Is that Christian uh, Kirk? No, wow. No, okay.
3: Alave. Wow. Uh, Metcalf is in there right now at 26. Um, and the rest of them are top 10s. Uh She's got two top five – no, I'm sorry. She's got two top 10 quarterbacks. Um, yeah, it's – The only 4-0 team in the league. Uh, Kirk has been a pleasant surprise. Yes, I I know Mr. Pessimist Steve over there is saying, well, how long can he keep that up? And I don't believe it. He's on Jacksonville and this and that. But Jacksonville, even as a team, is really surprising me this year too. It's it's amazing what an actual football coach can do for a team. Um, (laughs) Because nothing else has changed. Uh, So – yeah you know can he keep it up is the question uh he's shown us so far that he can um he is their number one so that was a pleasant surprise hit kelsey at one barkley also is uh, one of those surprise nice surprises um like jackson he kept kind of fallen off got injured and he's back to to his normal uh self as well same with derrick henry after the slow start there he's shown the old Derrick Henry there, so there's a little bit of a concern at the beginning of the season, but there's so many home runs on that roster. It's, yeah, she's going to be tough to beat for a while.
0: Okay. Until she goes against me, and
2: then Carly's going down. Just saying. This is the 2P to the, the overconfidence. I'm just saying, I should be number one.
1: i remember when she drafted saquon barkley i was like this is finally the year that the person who doesn't pay attention to fantasy the ball is going to crash and burn and no wrong again she has had the minus touch in this thing
3: yeah you know i i'm becoming more and more of a believer of um the more you prepare the worse you do um you know, Jason with his fantasy football magazine winning three times. Um, this was the one year in like the past 10 years I've done podcasts and over prep and made my own lists and I frickin' suck. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah. And and not that Carly doesn't prepare, right? Everybody in this league prepares, um, to to whatever level that they want to do. Um, but you're right. It just goes to show you just have no clue what's going to happen during the season. It's just a weird season again. Um And whatever you thought you knew is not going to be true.
1: Yeah. I think there will be some talking points in the next week when we do the 10 for 10, in addition to Manning greater than Brady. All right. Oh, I'll die in the mountain, but we will die in that mountain next week. All right. So let's get to the Jankups of the week. So, Alex, i going to have you look away for just a second. I forgot to take a photo of this. You promised the last time. I promised this. Okay. Somebody make small talk for one minute.
3: Just uh, keep your uh, pants on this time when you tell them to look away. No. <laughs> so another thing that I was going to add to my Mighty Ducks team. They like, didn't hear the
1: podcast last week. You got
3: oh, no, we missed that one. Dang it. That was a good, good question that Cam posed for the Alex one for one. Oh, well, I gave an answer last week.
2: So I was thinking, like, too, especially because, like, if I would be the owner, I would totally, like, hire the coach from the Mighty Ducks, the actor, to coach the team. And he'd be like, no. And then he'd be like, no, it's going to be hilarious. And so then he would coach it, and then we'd have that morbidly obese person as goalie. I forgot what else I said. I said, oh, uh, Michelle Kwan, right? Uh, I think I I'm also ducks. said. I said I would get, like, a curler. Professional curler, so he could do that sweepy thing with the hockey stick to guide the puck in. Like, that would be a secret maneuver. Yeah.
1: Remember, I was talking about while you were doing this.
2: Oh, and then a whack, well, a flappy inflatable arm filling two man on a Roomba. That was my other thing. <laughs> Cause they're distracting and they could block the goalie from seeing stuff. Uh huh. I'm just saying. Oh, and then, and, you know how like in NFL, like, uh, football movies where they get a kicker. So they go to a soccer field. I would also do that, but I would be a soccer player, and I would just have him play hockey. And then he'd be like, well, I'm confused. I thought kicking was a skill you needed. And i would be like, no, go play hockey. And then we'd win championships. But anyway, I just wanted to bring up again that you said fill I time, did, and this is how I fill time, Steve.
4: I, Isn't that wrong? Didn't you add a live duck, too? You would have a real, actual a duck.
2: duck? I did say a live duck. I would Bring a duck into the equation somehow. Oh,
0: hey,
1: did, did in the first two duck movies are the guy who coached
0: in D three. Well, the first two movies, okay. Gordon
3: Bombay so, for D- sure. Yeah,
0: Coach Bombay. Yeah.
3: Now, my favorite part of that was once I realized what you said. It took me like a couple seconds to realize what you're talking about. The flappy arm guy <laughs> on a Roomba, <laughs> like yeah. the 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 guy in front of the car dealerships that is flapping his arms in the wind yeah. all the time. Yeah, Put him on a Roomba. (laughs) That's the best one. Thanks.
1: All right. I'm just going to move us along. All right. Oh, I think we got a good chance to be done in 90 minutes. I like it. Okay. uh, Last week, um, a couple of things to talk about with the results of the predictions. ESPN actually predicted a tie between Derek and who did you play, Derek? Alex. Alex. They actually predicted a tie, so I gave them credit for a tie because they weren't right or wrong. Um, huh. I guess they're technically wrong, but I they deserve half a point. So, all right. So, anyways, uh, last week Cam went five and zero. I won't give all the standings. I'll just say at this point, ESPN leads the way at nine five and one. Cam, Derek, you are next at nine and six. Cam and I are eight and seven. Lucas, you are six and nine, and Alex, you are seven and eight. Ouch. Yes, that am Sorry, those are the numbers. That's All right, game. this is a fun one. I was someone seven and nine, and I'm seven and eight. Nobody's seven and nine.
2: Okay, never mind. Came a six and nine. Yep. Wait, how is he in front of me? I got. I forgot to put you there. Okay. <laughs> All right.
1: Jacob of the week is actually a a rare bird. Number one, Matt versus. I'm sorry. Number one, Carly versus number two, Matt. Who you got? Lucas. Carly.
0: Derek. Carly. Carly. It's a clean sweep, and I believe Cam has agreed with us. Three, Derek versus eight, Lucas.
3: Oh, Derek, absolutely.
0: I,
4: I won't disagree. I'll save me.
0: I'm going to say Lucas.
3: I got to show you something before you start picking me. I haven't won yet. Nah, you'll win. Don't worry.
1: Teams just don't go zero and five, so I think it's hard to it's hard to. Ugh. And if your players were back, I would pick you, but it's an unknown, so I'm going to go with Derek. So that was my way to talk around that one. Wow, I can't even read that. Okay, four Alex versus nine Kelly. Your love of the underdog versus you not being the underdog.
2: Well, I have to vote for me, right now. Me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Alex is on a roll, I say Alex.
0: (laughs) I'm going to say Alex, too. (laughs) Or should I pick Kelly? That way, no
2: matter what happens, I win. I do like that philosophy. I'm going to rock the apple cart and say
0: Kelly. Five, Bobby versus ten, Jay. Jay! The so world takes
4: nuts. some. I take agree some. on Jay. Uh, I say Bob bounces back. I say Bobby. I'm going Bobby!
1: <laughs> All right, seven Steve versus six Cam.
4: Oh, you're gonna you're gonna smoke them. Your team is ready. To, your team is ready to break out. Not even gonna be close.
1: I'm gonna say Cam. Wow. Now I feel good. I'm gonna get, finally have Godwin back. Got that dead weight and the dead ACL off the, out of my starting lineup. I think we, uh, the rise begins now. I'm gonna take me. Alright, so we are a little ahead on time, so I won't kill all of it, but I'll say I won't mandate a recommendation out
0: of anyone, but does anyone have anything they want to proactively suggest? Uh, I can't think right now. Shrek, no. <laughs>
2: Wait, have I done all the Shreks yet? Yes. Okay. Uh, Shrek again for the Halloween season. All right.
4: <laughs> you guys seen uh, the Mayor of Town? No, what's that? The mini series, that. like a crime uh, drama thriller. It's really good. Uh, Wait, hold on.
0: Alex, it the stars Hawkeye. Yes. Yes, right Ooh. Derek, Am I thinking of the right thing? Wait, is that, Runner. is that Hawkeye? Jeremy yeah. Renner. No, no. Yeah, what are you talking? Are you sure? No. I
3: don't think it does.
4: It starts. at uh, it's uh Kate Winslet.
3: Yeah, and who's who's the male lead?
4: Oh, um, gosh, this could show my my ignorance for for actors. Um.
1: I must be thinking of something else, because the show I'm thinking of had Hawkman in it, and also had Coach from Friday Night Lights, but they killed him off in episode one, so I was
3: it, that show was dead to me. Mm. Yeah, I think,
4: we're, I think we're thinking of something different.
3: Okay. Oh, yes. I'm thinking of something different as well. Yeah, and also,
2: Jeremy Renner also had tried, like, a singing career, so I wouldn't say, like, I'm adamant about everything he does. And also, he was, like, in a movie about a singing dog, and it was, like, really bad. So but you watched it? No. But I've watched parts. But he's still a good Hawkeye. Hawkeye Show. Fantastic. Recommend that. After oh, yeah.
3: But, yeah. Well, it's got 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, so. Really? So who stars in that yep. then?
2: The Hawkeye Show? No, not yeah. the Hawkeye Show. Mar- uh, yeah. I, Kate Winslet. Yeah, it's, is it's the Kate Winslet. Who's Kate Winslet? Yeah. And Titanic. It's <laughs> <laughs> old so, lady that but, runs
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mine was the Mayor of Kingstown. That's why I was getting thrown oh, off.
4: Oh, I see.
3: That's what okay. I was thinking of, too. Yep.
1: Okay. All right. But Mayor of Easttown. What is that? How do yeah. you watch it? Do you stream it? Is it on, like, TV?
4: There's, uh, I think it's HBO. Um, it, there's, It's, like, a miniseries. So I think there's six or seven. Uh, you'll get h- hooked pretty quickly. I highly recommend it. Okay. HBO, yep.
1: I should check that out. Especially since I'll be killing my direct T V feed in about four months. All right. I think that's everything for tonight.
0: Good Um, show guys, and until next time. Good night, Gracie. Good night, whoever you are.